Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! yeah! A big night tonight in the windy city, indeed. I like doing cities like Chicago. We got all the nostalgic stuff going on. Big time history in Chicago, albeit not all that great as of recent. Let's get the introduction started. Welcome to the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Yes, sir. Uh, happy to be in. Fancy show of the people. That is right. We are here. Uh, we just gave away our Justin Jefferson jersey. That's a Minnesota rival right there. You know what I mean? But um, overall, it's great to be in-house. And it looks like Nick is in the Windy City. I don't know. Are you getting blown away over there, Nick? <laughs> I'm getting blown something. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not getting blown away yet. That's a little awkward. Uh, right, wait for the end of this podcast. You'll be blown what? away. <laughs> By all your expert knowledge, right? All your expert knowledge. Way to bring in Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Yeah, it's me. Uh Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis. You can find me at Penn Flanders on Twitter. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm still looking for of the little short guy that used to be on our show, Roundhead. Um, he said he'd be back in July. Checking my calendar, man. It's July 6th, so I don't hey. know where he is. If you want to put out an, an APB on him, you know, that, that would be great. Uh, right, look well, on the softball fields first. APB for the jester is indeed. However, <laughs> he did do a solid for us. He booked us a huge guest for Friday and... Leroy Butler is giving us a jersey. That's right. So if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. You get an entry to win. It's real easy. It's no problems. It's no big deal. Get a Leroy Butler Hall of Fame jersey. All you got to do is hit the subscribe button. We're going to give it away 
Hall of Fame weekend. What a great marketing strategy that is. I Why would you want to miss out on that? I mean, Man, that's legendary. Tighten that up. Is legendary. All right, don't forget TSSFantasy.com. We got the roundtable on there. Actually, Greg OJ, the Juices Loose Mayor, just released a new article talking about QB rankings. So you might want to check that out. Also, his rankings are on there as well and some exclusive inside stuff. So that's on TSSFantasy.com. And we're doing the show on your fantasy league. So you want to check that out as well. Take your fantasy league to the next level. Check that out all on TSSFantasy.com. Speaking of fantasy, we are getting close. It's getting that time. Want to start getting into fantasy leagues? Get on to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. Why? We're going to give you, we're going to double your deposit up to $100 on there. Plus, we're going to have great prizes for the season. Lots of cool things we're going to add on um, to the contest we have. We'll have, have some Gatorland tickets. We'll have some Miami Dolphin tickets to give away. That's including the money that you win on there. So you'll want to check that out. Again, promo code TSS. We'll be getting some contests out there very soon. So get on board. Why are we doing that, gentlemen? Because we can. The people. And that reason. The fantasy show the people indeed. The people. All right, we do have <laughs> Dr. Miller's house call in Chicago to get to. However, really quickly before we start, we got a little bit of news. So there's the news. And there it is. I mean, if it looks as bad as it as that looks right there. No, just kidding. Baker Mayfield is to the Carolina Panthers. I don't want to waste much time in this, quite frankly, because I personally don't feel it's any bit of an upgrade for any player there. I think it's just in a lateral move, quite frankly, is for where, where I'm concerned. Justin, we'll go to you. What do you say? Does this help um, Elijah Moore and, and CMC and the crew over in Carolina? Well, Elijah Moore plays for uh, the Jets. Oh, my bad. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> it does help DJ more. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, you, you say it's like it's a lateral move. But, I mean, Baker versus Sam Darnold, I mean, at least one's been successful in his career and the other one has been absolutely garbage. I mean, is it a big upgrade? Is it going to save Matt Rule's job? No. But, I mean, for what it is, I look at it as, you know, if CMC stays healthy, he's got somebody who knows how to dump the ball off to him. Um, and then, well, Darnold really didn't know how to do any of that shit, bro. Um, and then as far as, you know, DJ Moore goes, hopefully it upgrades his touchdowns to six, and then maybe he bumps into the top 15. I don't know. Nick, what say you, sir? Well, I know it's sure Gonna let uh, it's gonna get Robbie Anderson out of there a, a lot quicker because he said no, he was not playing with uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, they're gonna have one of the two highest backup quarterbacks in the league. Uh, it's it's a null move on my in my opinion. Uh, what does he bring you? What does Baker bring you? He doesn't care if his teammates like him. He doesn't care. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, he's going to be three weeks behind the eight ball already. So I think I already spoke too much about it because Cooper wants to move on. I could already tell. So it's not going to improve their offense any bit. 
Right. Thank you. That's my point. And to my point and and to non-Justin's point, Baker Mayfield last year, 25th QB. Sam I, Darnold, 28th. Lateral move. like Injuries. Injuries all day Dr. long. Millers and Baker Mayfield. Injuries. Better yep. weapons also. So let's get off. PlayStation that. thumb. Let's talk to Dr. <laughs> Miller real quick. We're in Chicago. It's time for a Dr. Miller's house call. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is in. We're in the windy city of Chicago. Welcome, Dr. Miller, to the studio. Commissioner, it is so good to be here with you today. I am glad you are enjoying it, my friend. The summer is what it's all about. Kicking back, relax with the family. Hope you are enjoying it. We, again, are in Chicago in our next stop, and they have already had the injury bugaboo this season. Let's take a look at Tariq Cohen's off-season Workout mishap, we'll, we'll label it. Give me one second. Let me get the crew ready here. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> I had to play that pop a couple times because you could hear that real, very audible pop. Talk about what happened there, Dr. Miller. Yeah, I think we need to give this bigger context because the story becomes even more tragic when you think about the full picture. So he hasn't played since tearing his ACL and MCL and fracturing the top part of his shin bone in week three of 2020. Mm. Coming back from that would have been amazing. I mean, you got to root for somebody trying to come back from that. And so he posted that on his Instagram live and what a sad story. You can audibly hear his Achilles tendon rupturing. Mm. And you know, if you read a a medical textbook, they all say it's an audible pop. You can hear the pop and right there is a classic Achilles rupture. Just boom, collapse. Without that tendon, you can't point your toes. You can't push off. You can't walk. Sadly, as heroic as his return would have been, I don't see him coming back from this second injury right here. Oh, poor Tariq Cohen. You're right, man. Really uh, working through that rehab. Definitely sorry to hear see that happen before the season starts. Talking about the season, Chicago Bears, the guys that will be on the field, Justin Fields. Talk about the rookie QB. Well, was a rookie QB last year. Let's talk about his percent to the bench for this 22 campaign. It's almost like the first half of this season is going to be the second half of his rookie season because he missed five games last year with the rib fractures, with the ankle injury, and the positive COVID tests. The majority of those came from the second half of the season. So you're making a fantasy choice on him based on 12 games as an NFL quarterback. And, you know, the system certainly leaves a lot of questions at this point, the system in Chicago. So I'm going with a 50% to the bench coin toss call on Justin Fields. You know, you say very often, we just guess on this show. 
But this right here is my biggest guess yet. 50%. Justin Fields, flip a coin. Flipping the coin and Justin Fields hitting the pine this year. Let's go to David Montgomery. He's had some questionable injury statuses in the past. Give me his percent to the bench for this upcoming season. Yeah, to your point, he played in just 13 games last year, which was the fewest in his short career to date. That was after playing in 31 of 32 possible games in the previous two seasons. So generally, a pretty gritty back, pretty hardy guy draft. Um, the knee sprain last season was the first meaningful injury of his career, first time he was put on the IR. And again, he played just 13 games last season because of it. So with this show's often cited statistic of an average NFL back having a 62% chance to the bench, we're going 40% for David Montgomery, less than the average NFL back. You heard it here first, less than the average bear. All right, good job, Dr. Miller. We appreciate your time tonight. I know Bears fans are excited for the season. We'll see you tomorrow night in Detroit. Looking forward to it, Commissioner. Have a great night. All right, you guys heard it from the doc. Um, Got some, you know, David Montgomery – um, you know, a very durable guy last year had some injuries. So Doc says draft with not caution, with confidence on David Montgomery. All right, we got some guys in the back waiting to get in and celebrate Chicago. Let's bring them in. I got a little thing we did earlier and a little Frank Sinatra to bring them in. Here we go. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago, I'll show you around. I love it, that's your bottom dollar, you lose the blues in Chicago, Chicago. Chicago, that's my kind of town. Let's welcome into the studio our special guest tonight. First, we'll go to Brad from Unbearable Sports, our guy that's been on every show so far this summer and he hasn't even realized it welcome <laughs> into the studio well thank you for having me back uh thank you for having me back after a terrible outing with the um the uh, family feud stuff after flanders destroyed me in it so <laughs> glad to be back <laughs> we are glad to have you we're gonna see if you can set the record straight tonight let's also welcome into the studio i can't believe he's not in his car tonight that's when he always joins us the Mikey Betts, real Mikey Betts. Welcome into the studio, sir. What's up, guys? I'm sorry I don't have my mic. I ran inside just for you, Jason, because uh, he's like, please don't be on your car this time. So I made sure to run inside as fast as I can, and uh, I'm ready to do this podcast. But my mic, my mic USB does not fit my laptop because I just got a new laptop. Humble flex, but it's just one of those things. All, all good, bro, but I already know you're full of it about running in because you're not out of breath. All right, let's You are the worst. Let's try. <laughs> all right, let's move on. We're going to talk about the Bears' 2022 outlook this season. Last year, we know, 6-11, and 11, unfortunately. Not very good, we'll just say. 28th uh, offensively, you were 24th in points scored, 14th. In the rush, though, which was pretty pretty impressive, 30th in the pass. I'm sure you guys have realized that. Um, defensively, overall, they had you with uh, yard six defensively. Very impressed. 22 against points against, 23 versus the rush. 
but third versus the pass, which was pretty impressive. So that gets brought you brought you up there. Free agency, you guys lost, but we do know not quite a free agent, but we know Coach Maggie is now gone, thankfully. So gone from there. Defensive tackle Justin Jones is gone. Allen Robinson is out. Uh, Keem Hicks is gone. Um, Bilal Nichols is also gone as well. So you got some departures there. You did add a few uh, people in, like uh, Byron Pringle added to the receiving core. We'll see how much he brings to it. QB Nick Folds as a backup as well. Uh, Lucas Patrick also as well. And in the draft, did not have a first-round pick this year, uh, but you added some depth in the defense and offensive lines as well. Um, So my prediction for you guys this season, I just didn't see – a lot of additions into an offense that really struggled in the past. Byron Pringle is who you brought in. I mean, that's not that's not a good thing. So just I see you guys right in the same ballpark at six and eleven. But like I always say, who cares what I think? Let's go to our experts. Brad, we'll start with you first on this 2022 outlook. What do you think the Bears will look like? Well, this is going to be a ridiculously interesting season because. As we describe this, the two words that we're going to say is hope and potential (laughs) is the thing that we all say because – and I think that's where, like, this team, you don't know where it's going to be because – it's it could be incredible. Justin Fields takes a huge step. You're taking all these people that now they're in a better system. So now you have this upgrade at the system perspective, better running game, and now they're good. Um, <laughs> or as you so eloquently put, uh, Coop, this there's a lot of downgrades that you could also see as an outsider looking at this too, and that's where you're hoping that there's a lot of steps forward. And I think overall, this is just going to be the first year of what is a rebuild. And I know fans absolutely hate that term because it's like, we're not trying to tank. It's yeah. it's a rebuild. This is the first year. And I think we're creating a good foundation. And then we're just going to see how good that is. But I actually have them around seven wins. Um, and I know a lot of people don't like that. And <laughs> if you're not a Bears fan, you think it's too high. And if you're a Bears fan, you think it's too low. But I think right at seven is where I usually have them. Mikey Betts, what say you? Where do you have the Bears this year? Well, first off, I have to ask Brad uh, like at least two questions. I need to ask him, uh, does he like the guys? Does he like Eberflus and he does, does he like uh, Poles? Yeah, I, I mean, they haven't shown me anything not to – like them uh, or to they, dislike them right now okay so they showed me a lot of things not to like them first off they signed brian pringle he stinks they and he gets arrested a lot that's not cool also they signed another linebacker that just got arrested again not very cool now i'm trying to understand where the bears are going to go here and i don't know if he is the guy i have my fingers crossed that he's the guy but me and you both don't know because me and you both trusted hold or pace yeah. And, and Nagy. So we have no say. We're not professionals at all, just plainly because we're Bears fans. Now, <laughs> that being said, I think we're going to stink this year. And I'm not trying to be, like, funny or anything. I really think that we are going to stink this year. We lost all of our key players. Everybody in each position got worse, besides maybe the quarterback. I don't know if he makes an upgrade. But it's just one of those things. This, this is a really, really bad situation. And it's just very, very sad as a Bears fan. It, it stinks. 
I, I get so depressed talking about the Bears. I'm so mad that you had me on the show. And I, it just sucks. You know, like, I just hate being a Bears fan. I know Nick's looking at me like, oh, I hate this guy. But it's okay. No, you're Bears funny. Are- you're funny. I was just going to say, you need to take a page out of Nancy Reagan. When we asked you to come on the show, you should say, just say no. No, 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 no. I love this show. And I come on because of you guys. Like, you guys are the best. But when we talk about Bears, I feel like that was just a straight-up roast. When you were like, yeah, you guys lost this guy, this guy, this guy. Everything. And I was just like, all right, here we go. Like, You want to talk about the Cubs instead? You want? Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You want to talk about the Cubs? Okay, no, Nick. No, I don't want to talk about the Cubs either. Nick, please. It's not this show today. Okay. This, is the, this is the only guy who can bring up baseball and Nancy Reagan on a fantasy football show. <laughs> yeah, for real. Come on. What are we doing? All right. All right, Nick. Let's go to you. Let's hear your prediction. Mikey just says they're just stinky. What do well, you say? Well, I'm sorry. Before I, before oh, I go Oh, my in, bad. Go ahead. My bad. I think we're going to win at least five games, though. At okay. least five under seven. All right. That's not, I mean, it's not horrible. Yeah. Nick, let's say you. Well, I went to your schedule. <clears throat> And I don't know if you guys can see it too well, but you got these logos that were drawn out by what looks like to be a kindergartner. Yeah. I don't, I hope your offensive playbook looks better than this. Did you draw um, those? No, that's no, a social this, media team. That's what yes. That's the Bears yes. social media team. It's probably <laughs> something where an elementary school did the logo. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But that's actually, okay. Probably it actually not. looks like it's the probably, players, actually. Probably not. The, the <laughs> players were legit drawing out the logos, so I want to say those were actually the players' attempts oh, no. at logos. Oh, it's no. cute. That has David Montgomery written all over it. <laughs> you, go to, you go to ChicagoBears.com, and you pull up the schedule, and this is what you get. So, oh, boy. I mean, it's cute, but I, I bet you Cooper's right. I bet you, you know, they put out a thing with the, with the school system. It's fine. So, I have you guys at – Five wins, six wins this year. Um, I think your biggest win of the season is going to be week 14. All right, so we're moving on to the schedule, apparently. Uh, well, I'll get to that in a second. Justin, what say you on the Bears? <laughs> if you didn't think you could get any lower, um, <laughs> I actually think you guys are going to only win two games this oh year. Oh, my God. Like, you guys are absolutely Ooh. terrible. Ooh. I'm sorry, Mikey. I'm sorry. I, I have a between two and six and eleven, Ooh. and I'm really leaning towards the former on that one. And it's just because you, you laid it out, Coop. Everybody on that team got downgraded, and then you didn't. You left it. You left it perfect for somebody else to fill it in. The two guys that they added that might be okay got arrested. 
<laughs> so, yeah. so what are we talking about here? And Justin, I'm even more mad about here. I agree with you. I agree with you. And that's why I'm not even mad at you. I'm just mad that I agree with you. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> Mikey I, might go back to his car. Let's go on to this. I don't know how long, but I just might. So let's let's go on on to Nick's segue that uh, that we didn't get to earlier. On to the schedule. We'll go to you, Mikey Betts, first. I know you're not excited about a lot of them, but give me one game on that schedule that you're real excited for. Um, I mean, now this is where I do it, and you caught us in the perfect time in July, where we're reasonable, but. Once you start talking about the schedule, I think we're going to win every game. So here I go. I'm about to flip uh, Packers. I, I'm excited for uh, the second time we play the Packers, and I, I'm sure Nick could tell us when that is. Might be week 14, is it? It's the second time. It is not week 14. It is week 13. So week 13, that's the time I'm most excited for. I think they'll catch them on just like a lackadaisical W. Ooh, yep. calling out the – Call it now. Calling it now. We'll have to replay this back in, uh, what's that, week 13. Just remember Please that. don't. Please we'll play don't. this for Mikey Betts after that Sunday. <laughs> Brad, what say you, sir? You give me a game on that schedule you're excited for. Yeah, whatever game is after the bye week, because the Bears with Matt Nagy could not win a freaking game after the bye week. They always looked flat, and I just I want to see. Hopefully this coaching staff can take advantage of the rest. But the only other one is the first one because I want to see what this offense, this defense actually looks like. All righty, Nick, uh, you already alluded to it, but go ahead. What's the game you're excited for? Well, um, Brad stole mine, but that's fine. Uh, that was against the Eagles. That was against week. That was week 15. Um, week 14, you guys got a, You guys uh, got a very win- winnable game against the against the bye. So, so you're gonna you're gonna come out on top on the bye week. That is week 14. But the game that I'm really interested to see is week eight at Dallas. I actually want you to go into Dallas, uh, and actually Dallas comes to you. I want you to beat Dallas, uh, but I'm looking at your offensive line. You got a 22nd ranked offensive line. Your best offensive ranked lineman is Jason Peters, who we got rid of because he's too fat and too old. And he's your best offensive line lineman. I think um, that was five years ago, too. I thought he was fired. <laughs> so he got even fatter and older. <laughs> well, I printed this today. So he's on it as of today. So um, I'm not looking for any promises. I just want you to keep, if I happen to draft David Montgomery again this year, just keep him healthy. That's all I ask you to do. Keep right. him healthy. And uh, that's it. Because I'm right, not no- looking... I can assure you, Nick, no Bears offensive lineman is listening to you right now. Justin, give me a game on your schedule you're excited on the schedule you're excited for. Oh uh, yes. I'm gonna hype it up. I'm not gonna go for the low-hanging fruit that is the week one first W of the 49ers. I'm actually gonna go for a game that I am hyped up to see. It is week eleven versus the Falcons. It is the battle for CJ Stroud. Oh so, <laughs> the battle for that number one overall pick. You guys, Mr. Falcons, whoever loses that game, I am booking it in. We'll be number one picking the Ohio State quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Congratulations, gentlemen. You finally have a quarterback. 
From the wow. same school, too. Hey, slander. <laughs> What's that slander? Wow. Hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Toilet bowl. He just called the 2022 toilet bowl just now. Hold, Go hold ahead, on. Hey, One, yes, Go I ahead. actually have a real comment. Oh, um, the thing that – no, honestly, <laughs> the thing that scares me about the Bears and, and their brass is – the whole, the whole league, they're going offensive-minded coaches, offensive-minded coaches, and you guys go out and get a defensive head coach, and you got struggles with your with your star rookie quarterback. Why would you go out and get a defensive head coach? Defensive head coaches, they don't really win. Every one of them got fired last year. So I don't know what direction, like honestly, what direction they think that they're going to go in if they if the whole league is going – offense and they think that they're going to outsmart the entire league and go defense well i just real quick i know mikey you want to chime in on that but nick i will say though that yes you're correct right now it is but you know how it goes there's the ebb and flow of things and right now the bears are trying to establish an identity something they have a good defense so i think that they're just looking at hey let's keep what we have together and then the offense will come go ahead mike so, yeah, I mean, I, I think the same thing, and I think that the Bears need an identity, and it sucks that we didn't go offense. I really wanted to, and it's just so Bears-like to, like, know we need to go offense and not go offense and go to straight defense, but we need to establish some kind of identity because with Nagy, we lost it. He lost the locker room, and you can hear it through the team, like, through the whole team, and the players just saying, like, yeah, they know who the guy is. Eberflus is the guy, like... I know people are mad about the 100000 fine for uh, doing contact too early in practice for the Bears. We got a 100000 fine. That's fine with me. I mean, they got it. it. Go ahead and spend it because it just shows you, like, all right, cool. Like, these guys are actually, like, they're not these princess fairies. or they, Nobody knows what's going on, who's, who's the boss. It's Iberflus is the guy. This is how it works, and this is how it goes. And to touch really quick on uh, what Nick said about Montgomery – a couple sources close to me have told me that Montgomery might not be on the team week one. So just Ooh. I'm going to throw that out there. Huh? Just going to throw that out there. Yeah, I know. Very Herbert season? One of those very unexpected trades. Just look it out. It might, it might be a dark horse trade. I've heard, I've heard from very, Contract very credible sources. Khalil Herbert season. Let's go. It, that's what I said. I was going to bring up Khalil, man. He's it, he's a beast. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are in the right. That's where people, that's where the Bears throughout, like where what I hear is they think Herbert can just be just as good as Montgomery and they can get value for Montgomery. So credible sources can't give them out. But yeah, I'm being 100% serious. No joke. That's 100% smart because they're on the last year of that contract right, right. there. And yeah, they right. need to get some value before his ass breaks down. So just be, yeah, just be wary. And when you're when you're drafting, if you have like, if you're like a kooky guy like my guys and me, they drafted three days after the draft. And I was like, you guys are nuts. It's for a dynasty league. Just be careful. Like if you're drafting early and Montgomery's still on the team, he might not be. So just one of those things. Think about it. This is the second stop we made on our summer vacation where we've got some big-time insider news. Thank yeah, you, you went to Green Bay first. I don't care. Appreciate We're going to that, Green Bay guys. first. We're going to Green Bay last. Yeah, we go, yeah, Green Bay is actually last, but you know, we got to leave it in the other eye. You know? Hey, all right, listen. All right, enough BSing around. The game, you guys missed the game of the year for the Bears. That's when America's team, the Miami Dolphins, come into Soldier Field and come wax that candy ass 
all over the Windy City. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's Fantasy Jeopardy time. Oh, I can't wait. Chicago Bears style. We'll be right back. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's What's up, guys? Can you guys hear me? Yet? Still not perfect. Like, uh, I, I can't hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. Do you put them up? Reach the skies, let the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog. One time for the underdog. All right, fellas, no fancy buzzers on TSS, unfortunately. We haven't upgraded that much, but so... I'll ask the question. You'll just yell out the answer. There'll be five answers that you can get. If you get one of them, you get control. You'll have three strikes to close it out. If you don't, your other your other guy gets a chance to win it. Any questions before we begin? All right. Well, time to play the few. <laughs> Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> so funny that Brad is here tonight to redeem himself. From After you give away the Justin Jefferson jersey, too. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, we missed that one. See, that Very poetic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so top five answers on the board. Here is the question. Give me all-time passing TD leaders in Bears history. Sid Luckman. Sid Luckman. Jay Cutler. Uh, Sid you- Luckman, number two on this list with 137. So, Brad, you have control. And Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> My bad. I, uh... Hit the wrong button. <clears throat> Jay Cutler, number one, 154 on the list. All right, you got number one and two. What else you got? Jim McMahon. Jimmy McMahon. He's number four on the list with 67. So you got number three and number five available. Oh, God. And then this is where my uh, history goes away. Um, <laughs> uh, God. Cade McNown. I Cade don't know. McNown. <laughs> 
I'm going to go true. Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. Is number five on this list with 64. So you got number three left with two strikes. Kate McNall was number 24. <laughs> That's where I was like, yeah, I was trying to think of a 90s guy. God. Um, oh, man. You can you can give me an X. <laughs> All right. One more, one more shot. Dude, I'm throwing in the towel for number four, and that I don't know my history. <laughs> oh, hell no. All right, Mikey Betts, you have a chance to steal the first round. Can you guess number three? Uh, number three? I'm trying to think. Who would it be? It wouldn't be Jim Harbaugh. No. Wouldn't be. Can I go again? Are you, are you guessing? or? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm, I'm waiting for the guess, so. Did you say Rex Grossman? Did Brad say Rex Grossman? He did no. Not. Good, because I'm going to say Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton! <laughs> Number 19. Rex Grossman. <laughs> We're Number old. 16. Sexy Rex. Number three <laughs> on this list, Billy Wade with 68 touchdowns. Believe wow. it. Or not. All right. Let's go to the next question. Brad, you got uh, numero uno, so it's 1-0. Here we go. Give me all-time Bears history, top five answers on the board, all-time rushing TD leaders. Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Come on, Mikey. <laughs> See the look of disgust on Mikey's face. Walter Payton, number one, 110 TDs. All right, Brad, let's see what else you got. Uh, Matt Forte. Matt Forte. Number four on the list with 45. Um, Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers. He is number five with 39. So you're missing number two and number three. Uh, what is it? Neil Anderson? Neil like... Anderson. He's number two on the list with 51. So you have missing number three again with number three on the list. <laughs> uh, Bronco Nagurski. Bronco Nagurski. <laughs> He was number eight. Um, with twenty-five. Oh God! I know this isn't right, but I'm just going to say an old name: Brian Piccolo. Brian Piccolo. <laughs> God. I feel like there's so many more historic running backs that it should be. A- um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I know this isn't right, but Cedric Benson. Cedric Benson. I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. 
Brian Piccolo was number 80. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he's a fullback. (laughs) Really, really digging deep for that one. (laughs) Mike, Mike, not a lot of meat on this bone. Not a lot. Steal it, though. And again, the number three. Did he say Thomas Jones? He did not. Is it Thomas Jones? (laughs) I was going to say someone else. Thomas Jones! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When I deployed, I didn't realize that even the air I was breathing was dangerous. Since coming home, I've watched friends get sick and struggle to get the support they deserve. But now, that's finally changing. We're eligible for new VA health care and benefits based on when and where we served. Even though I feel okay, I'm going to apply for my sake and for my family. Learn more and apply today. Visit va.gov slash p-a-c-t. Said Benson was number 35. 35, Cedric Benson. Rick Cesaris, number three on this list, 49. I don't even know if I'm saying that last name right. So you can I think it's Cesaris. Cesaris. Yeah, that sounds right. Cesaris, Cesaris, whatever. He's number two on the list, number 49, guys. Wow. I mean, sorry, 49 touchdowns. Wow. All right, we're going to go on. Brad's up 2-0, Mikey. You only got to tighten up here. We're going to go – now, this one's really going to test your fandom. This is – I love this question. been bringing it up. I don't know what week we start bringing this up, but this has been on every time now. Give me top five answers on the board. The team that you have the best winning percentage against. Can I go? Lions. There you go. Detroit Lions. Mikey Betts. Oh, um, the the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. All right. And that's 30 teams to go. What do you got, Brett? <laughs> well, we'll just run it down. Uh, let's go. Let's go Packers. The Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Mikey? Washington Redskins. The Commanders? Oh, yeah. No, wow. Let's go. Let's go the Houston Texans. Houston Texans. (laughs) That's usually a gimme right there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not with them. Yeah. Mikey, who you got? Lots of teams to guess from. The Cleveland Browns. This is going to be a long game. (laughs) I'm going to do reverse psychology. We're going to go with good teams. The New England Patriots. The New England Patriots. I don't think we beat them in 20 years. Yeah, we haven't beat them in the past couple decades. (laughs) Mikey? 
the Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Dude. I should have been writing this down. <laughs> this is like fun at this point. All right. Come on, what else you got? What, All right, here we go. Got? Jacksonville Jaguars. If the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I want to see how long this goes now. All right, Mike, who else? One, right? The J. Wow, gee, I can't even say it because it was so exciting. The J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> Numero uno on the list, actually. You guys are nine and three against the Chicago Bears. All right. Our, yeah, sorry, against the. <laughs> You beat yourself 75 times. You got control. (laughs) Who else you got? I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions now. The Detroit Lions. You already said the Lions. It was wrong the first time. (laughs) Oh, I thought. I thought, like, now it's number two. Oh, you can go number two, number. Okay, that makes sense. Sorry, my fault. Um, oh, not the Eagles. I don't want to say the Eagles. Um, I feel like the Eagles, the Eagles on the list at number four. You guys are 29, 13, and one against the Eagles all time. But we double doinked you. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Lobo, man. Let me think here. Um, the Rams. The L.A. Rams. Stop it. Get some help. All right, Brad, you have a chance to steal it. A lot of meat on this bone. Two through five. Do you know a team you have a best winning? I'm sorry. No, my bad. You have two, three, and five because he got number four. You got a team in there. Um, so I'm debating on either the Buccaneers, who are one of the worst teams, uh, and but I believe the Cardinals have the worst winning percentage of all time. Um, let's go, let's go Cardinals. The, uh, whatever they are, Cardinals. I can't remember <laughs> what damn they're in. <laughs> oh! Mikey Betts getting blown out tonight. The, uh, Cardinals are number five on this list. 59, 29, and six ties from way back in the day, I guess. The Panthers were number two. You are seven and three against the Panthers. Panthers. Num- number three on this list, the Steelers. You own Pennsylvania, 19, 8, and one against the Steelers. If you don't know, now you know. Before we go, um, before we do our little celebration, um, worst winning percentages, just so you guys know for the season. You mentioned it earlier. Number one on this list, Houston Texans. You guys are one and four against Houston. The other, the other one you mentioned earlier as well, number two, the Patriots. You're three and ten against the Patriots all time. Number three on this list, America's team, the Miami Dolphins. You are four and nine, about to be four and ten this year. Seahawks, you are 6-11. They're number four on this list. 
And the Browns mentioned them earlier, seven and ten against the Browns, believe it or not. If you don't know, guys, now you know Brad is our winner tonight. He has redeemed himself from fantasy Jeopardy glory. Congratulations, sir. And Mikey, you know what comes from losers on our on our show because I believe you've been one before. So no, I've never been a loser. What happens well, with, with losers? Well, you're tonight, gonna find out. Well, tonight <laughs> you're about to be one. Dumbass. Great. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Good game, guys. That was, hey, you know, listen, not for nothing, that one that one question stomps all the fans because nobody really knows your, your records. But, hey, now you know. So you go into the season, you meet the guy at the bar, you tell them you own their ass. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're a fantasy show. We're going to talk some fantasy, believe it or not. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. It's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? Say less, we got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Mike, night, night, sorry, and now possible grateful. You're on your way. <laughs> now we want to bring that professional, fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league, create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed. forward to interacting with you and your league soon don't forget tssfantasy.com go visit it today get signed up we are the fantasy show the people the fantasy show the people indeed it's time to talk fantasy are you ready Starting with the QB position, Justin Fields, last year, 12 games. Doc alluded to it earlier with the rib injuries and a couple of injuries kept him out, COVID as well. Um, ended up the 31st QB. Now, in an offense last year that struggled with playmakers, I would love to say that they've upgraded and done a lot of things to help him, but they really quite haven't at all. So very... Um, also, I wanted to talk about this. Well, we'll talk about it when we bring up the receivers. But anyway, for this season, 
I have him 24th because, again, looking at the talent surrounding him, they didn't add anything in an offense that was already a little inept, if you will, in the passing game. Not a lot of weapons to help the young QB out. So I can see him, if he plays all games, obviously we'll bring him up a little bit. So we can't predict injuries. I put him at 24th. Justin, what say you, sir? Um, yeah, so he's kind of banking on uh, maturation from the uh, tight end and wide receiver this year. Uh, one thing I did not like about Justin Fields um, last year was his lack of running. What is the point of being the fastest quarterback recorded out there? Because Lamar Jackson didn't run his 40. If you are not going to run the ball, he is terrible at deciding when to run the ball. You know, even when Lamar Jackson had his like big year a couple years back when he was just a running quarterback, nobody thought he could throw the ball. He at least, you know, figured out, oh, hey, I'm a lot faster than these guys. Why not just take off and jet? He was behind a bad line then. Fields is behind a bad line here. I hope he figures it out. But until then, he's got to be around the QB 25 for me, um, to be honest. I just – I don't have faith that this team, you know, can figure, you know, how to score the ball. And that's going to be huge in uh, QB's fantasy value. So, yeah, he's 25 for me. When your team only – if you're predicting a team only going to win twice, then I wasn't expecting a big prediction for Justin Fields. Uh, Nick, how about you, sir? What say you? Okay, I'm going to bear down and get serious because because we're talking about football here. So uh, <laughs> I got uh, I got Justin Fields at at 24. Um, Justin, to answer your question, the reason why he didn't run so much is because it's it's kind of hard to run when you're lying flat on your back. So uh, they got a 22nd offensive line again. Their their best ranked uh, offensive lineman is is Jason Peters. I brought up before the whole league is going offense. No, we're going to do it better. We're going to re- reinvent the wheel. We're going to hire a defensive coach. Uh, they don't have an easy schedule. Um, I, they didn't bring in any help for, for him anyway. You know, they're your best receiver is Mooney, but we're going to into that in a minute. Again, I have him at 22. Uh, he'll, he will run when he has time to run. <laughs> Put it that way. Let's go to Mikey Betts on this one because the janitor is about to take something from the closet that he's in. Mike, what do you think about You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. God, God damn. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Got the I Nike boxes back there. On over here. <laughs> Anyways, I think, uh, yeah, they're probably he's probably going to go 21 to be up. To be honest, that's where I have him at here. Uh, he fumbles the ball way too much. It's it's if he could learn how to get past that, maybe he could uh, move up. But not with this line, not with this team, not when Mooney's your best guy. And uh, I, I'm tired of Bears fans acting like Mooney's the next best thing since sliced, sliced bread. He's just, I don't know. I haven't seen it. So yeah, I don't know. And I'm I'm not going to bank on maturation when. It's never worked for the Bears. So how how am I supposed to believe him this time? So I just – I don't have him ranked too high. 21 is probably the highest one I'm going to – like here. That, who's going to rank it? That's because I'm a Bears fan. Brad, are you like Mike and uh, pretty much done with the boy who cried wolf story? See, for me, like I'm looking at a ranking right now of quarterbacks, and the way that I play it is – 
there's already good 10, good 12 quarterbacks out there. And I feel like confident that you can get somebody like that that is going to give you points. And why not swing for a fence with the Justin Fields? Like, is Daniel Jones going to win your league? No. Is Kirk Cousins like, no, he's not going to. Is Deshaun Watson even going to play? Like, and that's so to me, I think like you guys got the rankings, but to me, I would take him as a backup quarterback because to me, I think he's either going to be like bottom 10 or he's going to be top 10 where can he put this stuff together? But the hardest part, you guys talked about it. He is a pocket passer with incredible speed. He's not going to run first. And that's part of what he does. And I, so I think that he can give you some of the points that you need, but yeah, like I, I would put him down. Like it, it's hard. Cause I don't do rankings, but I would put pick him as a second quarterback over Tua, Tannehill cousins, Kirk. Uh, I mean, uh, Daniel Jones, just cause I like the upside bank on the upside, go big or go home. <laughs> so, um, so I, I, would, like I would agree with that. If, if it was a dynasty league, right. If we were talking dynasty league, a hundred percent. Right. Right. But that's, that's just me. If, if we're yeah, talking league, no. And a redraft. Um, I think to your point, Mikey, and I think what, what we're trying to say, and Brad, it's not a bad, you're not bringing up a Brad, uh, excuse me, a bad idea. If you've already ha- say, you know, you have a Tom Brady, a Josh Allen, a Justin Herbert, you know, you have that, Correct. you have that possible backup. But I think to, I think Mikey's point, I mean, and not, not because it's America's team, but just bringing up Tua. I mean, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle. I mean, this guy has weapons. I, I mentioned it before, though. I mean, I could QB and flip the ball and throw a couple thousand yards with these weapons. So, um, you know, to be fair, I just don't see Justin Fields that high. Uh, but I see your point in why not swing for the fence in a dark horse QB. So I got Hey, you and you know, you know I'm, I'm sorry, Brad, Brad was knocking Kirk Cousins. Have you seen Kirk Cousins' numbers? He can definitely win you a championship if if, I, if you got the guys ahead of him. I mean, he puts up 4,000 yards every season. He does. He's the Rodney Dangerfield of fantasy football. We definitely have talked about it. He gets no respect. It is true. You're just bringing him up now, but he does put up numbers every year, Kirk, for sure. All right, let's go to the running backs, though. We got David Montgomery. We talked. The doc talked about him before. Mikey Betts put a little little knowledge to us as well. Last year finished um, number 20th um, in a bad offense, so not too shabby for him. Um, This year, I got him 17th this year. Just think, again, just a little bit of an uptick maybe in, you know, yards, game flu may dictate a couple more touchdowns for him. Um, But, again, who knows where he might land. Maybe he's a number one running back somewhere. Who knows? Mikey Betts uh, saying he may be traded. So um, definitely handcuff Khalil Herbert. When, when Montgomery was out, yes. went for three, 388 total yards and a TD. Um, so not too shabby uh, for a uh, handcuff at all. Nick, I'll go to you on this one first. Where do you have Mooney or excuse me, Montgomery? Um, what do you think of the running back situation? Okay, right now I have him at 20th. And again, PP, uh, he doesn't catch a lot of passes out of the backfield. He missed three games last year. Um, so he, he got under, he got 849 yards. Again, he's he's got the injury bug. I don't want to label him injury prone yet. Yeah, I'm getting feedback from somewhere. Um, I have him at 20th. I do all my rankings uh, PPR. Um, I think he's a good solid back. I think he I think he can be uh, a high end RB two for you at a 
at the pick, get him in the fourth or fifth round when, when you're looking for, for a second back. Uh, I think he'll be all right. He's, is he going to win the game for you? No, but uh, I mean, a, a championship? No, but I mean, he'll get you at, at least. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Eight solid points a game. You could at least bank on that. Bank, banking on eight solid points a game is solid fantasy advice, Nick. Justin, what say you, sir? Uh, yeah, so I love the analysis that Mikey was bringing because I was thinking the exact same thing, that they would trade him. But my biggest problem with them trading him is who the hell wants to take on him right now and give up draft capital because you know you're going to have to give up at least a third or a second round pick to get him. Nobody wants to give that up. Everybody who's going to be playing for something right now has their running back. You know, he's not going to go to Houston for a second round pick. Houston's just not going to make that deal. Um, So when I look at this, I look at it as a situation, yeah, 100% go draft Khalil Herbert right now while he is a dynasty value, while he is a – absolute value absolute steal because after this year they're going to run the brakes off of him because that's what you do when you have that fifth year option or when you have that rookie that's on the last year of his contract you run the absolute brakes off of him and then you send him on to his next team um as far as not being a pass catcher i i see it as the opposite i think you know he's been a kind of a utility guy 13 games last year, he had 43 catches. You know, he had 50 previous year. Um, he was on um, pace for an uptick in uh, receptions last year. For this guy, his biggest problem is his line sucks, and his efficiency behind that line has been absolutely terrible. 3.8 yards per carry. He had uh, lowest rush attempts of his career. He had uh, fourth most opportunity share. And he had 4.3 yards per touch, which means he wasn't creating too many yards when he was getting the ball. So when I'm looking at this, I look at David Montgomery. He's my RB16 right now. He's middle of the pack. Would I take him as an RB2? Yes. Would I feel great about it? Probably not. <laughs> All righty. Say, say it ain't so. Brad, let's go to you. Where do you see um, – do you think we got David Montgomery in the right spot, um, depending on a trade, of course? I did want to throw it out there, though, a team that may trade for him. Um, I don't know how much draft capital they have, but could use a running back. So how about the Buffalo Bills? Would be a nice landing spot for him. Brad, what say you, sir? So I have him at about RB16 as well, just because it's – Kind of that middle of the pack, kind of a good RB2 uh, for a lot of teams. But one thing that I find interesting with this offensive scheme is that now you're going to be most likely going more towards a Shanahanian type of system where it's 
it's all about establishing the run first. While Matt Nagy, he would pass and then he just would run just because he had to. So it wasn't just to throw people off. Every time you'd see him run the football, nothing would work. The people would be coming free and Montgomery would have to break two tackles just to get three yards. So I think that the efficiency of Montgomery, if on the team, is going to be better. And I think that you can more so count on him rather than all of a sudden he goes off for a couple games or so. So I think overall he'll be solid, but I've also heard that this is going to be more of a timeshare from a couple people that are watching the practices inside. They're not like a complete AJ Dillon and um, Aaron Jones type of situation coming from the Packers. But I think that it's going to be more so like, okay, Herbert's going to get his touches. I've heard even Billis Jones Jr. might even get some touches. It just seems like they're going to establish the run, and that's where I like it. But I think they're going to divvy up some more carries, but he'll just be more efficient um, So at that 16 spot. Yeah, if they're watching practice, maybe it's because, of like Mikey Betts says, maybe they're starting to work in them other guys because he's about out the door. Who knows? Mikey, what say you, sir, where we got him at? Right, Jason, and I uh, was just about to say that, but to Brad's point, we are going to be very run-heavy, so whether we are or we aren't having Montgomery on the Bears this year, I still, personally, I have him as a top 12 running back this year, so uh, I think he's going to be, he's a dog, man, he's got that that like that rush after contact, I know uh, somebody said it wasn't that good, but every single time I've seen him play, he, he's a beast, yards after contact, he, he just keeps going, and um I personally don't think that he's going to have the off the Chicago Bears as their offensive line. So I think with a better offensive line, he's going to be a stud. And uh, let's say there's a team like the Bills that want him. They have a great offense, or at least a top 15 offensive line that can uh, help him out a lot more. And you guys have heard that Josh Allen wants to run less. So perfect opportunity. Yeah, so, um, you know, I think what I'm taking out of all this is don't be afraid to take a late flyer on Khalil Herbert. And if you own Montgomery, you best handcuff him with Khalil Herbert is basically what I'm yeah. thinking. Right. Um, let's go on to the receivers. Talk about Mooney. I brought him up a few times now. Um, listen, last, we keep talking trash on this kid. 2021, and we've talked about how bad the offense was, number 22 ranked receiver not too bad in an offense that really struggled um you know this year or last year excuse me we brought in we talked about byron pringle being brought over from the chiefs Uh, i don't really know i like i said i see this offense struggling a bit um i see more cole comment being implemented i have darnell mooney at 37 i don't have pringle ranked is there is one of this uh one of these guys um is there a sleeper i don't know about I don't know. I don't know nothing about the Bears. That's why we're doing the summer tour. Justin, what say you, sir? Um, yeah, so I'm actually a big Darnell Mooney fan. I, I I wrote up an article a little while back on guys I think can make the Cooper Cup type of jump. And while I don't think he'll be that, you know, like getting into 17 touchdowns, going for Jerry Rice's record, I think he can make that third-year jump into kind of the elite category of wide receivers out there. I got him ranked right now wide receiver 19, but that's mostly just because of his offense. I think his offense is just the shits right now. Um, you know, I think this guy needs to kind of see the red zone a little bit more. He kind of has that uh, DJ Moore feel to him where he just has everything else but the touchdowns. If he can get the touchdowns, he's a top 12 
uh, wide receiver. He knows how to get open. And last year he had no help from Allen Robinson, who seemed like at times quit. So, you know, I'm 100% on the Mooney train. Another guy to look at if you're really looking for a deep, deep, deep flyer, Velas Jones Jr. I mean, that guy is – he flies. He flies around. Um, he could definitely be worth something if you get him as an undrafted free agent, rookie drafts. He could definitely be worth something on your team, even if it's for like a year or two. I mean, if you get a year or two of good production out of him, then you've already made up for the fourth-round pick or the undrafted free agent you took on him. Nick, what say you, sir? I got Mooney at 38 this year. Uh, last year, like I said, he got, he barely went over, uh, a thousand yards, only had four touchdowns. <clears throat> um, biggest problem with Mooney's game is the, is that, he, is that the fact that he plays for the Bears. Uh, again, we, we went over how bad their offensive line is. Uh, if Fields can, if Fields can escape, he's running for his life. So that's a thing that they need to fix. If they can fix the offensive line and, and give Fields some time to set up and throw and actually uh, do his reads and his progressions, he'll be all right. But um, what was promising, though, is that Mooney did have 14 uh, plays over 20 yards last season. So uh, he is a he's a late pickup. Um, you know, he's not really a sleeper this year because everyone's talking about him. So he's not going to sneak up on you if you thought, "Ooh, I'm going to get him late in the draft." It's it's not going to happen. In every draft, someone's going to think they're smarter than everybody else in the room, and they're going to jump up and then steal them early, and then they're going to be wish, and then they're going to wish they hadn't done that. So, uh, get them around thirteen to fifteen round. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there's usually about sixteen rounds, so I don't. <laughs> that's not a late round steal. Brad, go to you, sir. What do you say? Do you think we got them ranked in the right spot? I got to agree with Justin um, because I've been a Darnell Mooney fan. I think he's he's fantastic. Do I think that he's a true, true number one? I think it is based on your definition of a number one receiver. But speaking of fantasy, Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney are finally able to kind of build this chemistry in the offseason. They're very, very, very like-minded where they're just workaholics. Their stories coming out that they're staying after practice. Farther, longer than anybody else they are working through the playbooks they're doing all sorts of stuff like they are workaholics and now you finally have chemistry with someone he wants someone that can just catch the ball <laughs> he's going to be feeding darnell mooney darnell mooney look at highlight reels even though he's small and skinny he's still able to jump up and get some catches but defenses can be saying hey if we just double this guy then they have to beat us with the entire defense. That's the only thing that I'm kind of nervous about from a fantasy perspective is, is he going to be doubled all the time? But I'd rather have that upside kind of in that kind of late wide receiver two type of range at 15 to 20, I would say is kind of where I have him because he's going to get targets in PPR leagues. He's going to be fed the ball because of the chemistry between him and fields. And also, you want me to – I can go through also Pringle, late round potentially. I don't love it, but is someone at the very, very end. But, yeah, Vellis Jones Jr., think about him as like a Tariq Cohen in his first year, Cordero Patterson in his first year. It sounds like he's going to be leveraged as a weapon um, and kind of as a little chess piece. So probably relevant, but maybe someone that you might not start type of thing. Mikey, what say you, sir, on the receivers? 
So I have Daryl Mooney at about 20 to 25. Uh, I agree with Nick as to it's Daryl Mooney. A lot of people are hyping him up. I do like him a lot. Like I like him a lot. As, but would I like him a lot if he wasn't a bear? Probably not. I probably wouldn't even be paying attention to him. So I don't know. He can't, I don't think to Justin's point is, or to Brad's point as well, I don't know if he could be the solid number one. But he will be getting a lot of uh, catches, a lot of looks at him. Will he get a lot of touchdowns? I don't know because I hear Cole Komet is going to have a good year, but that's tight end, so we'll talk about tight ends later. Yeah, well, that's where we're a good segue, sir. The master of the segue going yes, on, going on to Cole Komet. Cole Komet, I didn't say his name right. 2021, last year, we talked again about the struggling offense, number 22 in tight ends. So you know, it is what it is. This year, you know, I keep hearing the hype. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just not sold, quite frankly. So I'm just moving him up a little bit, going to 19th is where I see him. Justin, Justin my my, my, my suffering friend, what say you? <laughs> um, yeah, so Cole Komet, he's an interesting guy. I mean, um, the guy didn't see the end zone last year. That kind of always, you know, it, it's one of those things where everybody would be like, oh, well, the touchdown regression is going to be amazing because he's going to see the end zone. Uh, I mean, if he didn't see the end zone last year, what makes me think he's going to get 10 this year? So a couple things that I you know, I went through his stat sheets that I really like. He was fifth in slot snaps for tight ends, and he's a big guy. So, you know, that that's why I kind of like to see. I like to see a 6'4 guy coming across the middle, taking on a middle linebacker. I'm cool with that. Um, you know, he had 17% target share, only three drops last year. But like I said, the red zone touches, he needs to get the ball. You need to target this man. He is 6'4". You can find him easily. Darnell Mooney gets shadowed by this guy. Like, he is a big old tree. Go find this guy. He was amazing at Notre Dame. Um, it was somebody I called out as a breakout last year and was made to look like a fool. But um, this year, I don't know if he's going to break out, but I think that he's definitely worth a late flyer, especially if you're doing best ball leagues. He could definitely have a couple big weeks. Nick, what say you, sir, on Mr. Commit? I have him at number 20 this year. Uh, the best thing that could happen to Cole Komet is that I heard rumors that Jimmy Graham could get shipped down to Tampa Bay to take uh, Gronkowski's spot. So that could be the best thing that could happen to him because uh, Jimmy's Jimmy's the uh, red zone target lately uh, up in up in Chicago. We know that Jimmy's on he's on the twilight of his career. Um, so. That would be the best thing, but I mean, what else can I say about Cole Komet, who's who'd even score a touchdown last year? Like now I mean, he's supposed to be. Still, you guys still pay Jimmy Graham? No, he's not on the team. <laughs> I was gonna wait, but he's not on the team. No. Okay, so I, I I heard that. So again, uh, he didn't score a touchdown last year, so it's much to do about nothing until we actually see the ball in his hands in the end zone. Indeed. Well, Mikey, we'll go to you on this one first. What do you say about Mr. Cole Komet? All right, I'm going to make a bold prediction, and I think that he's going to be a top 10 tight end this year. Ooh. I really do, just because our line's going to suck, so we're going to have to get these quick snaps off, and yeah, we might get it to the running back, but if we're talking PPR, he's going to get a lot of looks as well. He's a tree. You're going to see him, and uh, a lot of the coaches, if you guys, I know you guys aren't like in Chicago, always listening to like what the coaches are saying and all that, but 
from what the coaches are saying, they're saying he's going to see a lot of touches, a lot of that red zone attempts. And these are different coaches, different regimes. So I know it's like, yeah, same old Bears, but it's not really, you know. And if you look besides the Nagy arrow, we've always had half-decent tight ends, right? I mean, we've had Zach Davis. We've had uh, uh, lots of tight ends. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. You can name one. Greg Olson. <laughs> there you go. I, I just need to fantastic tight ends that Thank we've God. had. And I think that this guy actually has a shot. Plus, he's from Chicago, so. Mike Singletary. There you go. Or sorry, Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Throw it at me. Throw Mike it Ditka, the original, Brad, the legend. What say you? <laughs> oh, I actually wanted to bring it. Before I go to you, Brad, I meant to bring this up. This was a, a round of fantasy Jeopardy, and I, or excuse me, fantasy feud tonight. And I didn't bring it up, but I wanted to bring up the Bears' all-time receiving yard lists. And I want you to hear these names. Johnny Morris, number one, all-time, 5,059 yards. Harlan Hill, number two, 4,660. Alshon Jeffrey, we heard of him, right? 4,000. But here's number four and number five, which I find funny. Walter Payton, number four, all-time on your receiving list. And number five, that aforementioned, Mike Dicka. You guys have had no love for receivers in your lifetime. Brad, what say you, sir, on Cole well, the only way that I know Johnny Morris is because he's a fun trivia fact. <laughs> and that's about it. I don't know when he played. I don't know anything about it. Like, uh, but no, the, so Cole Komet to me is, reminds me a little bit of Dalton Schultz last year. Like I'm looking at his stats and he had 800 yards, seven touchdowns. I think that Komet will have slightly less, but to, to Mikey's point, he's going to be getting these red zone touches. Now, the big thing is how much confidence does Justin Fields have in him and he needs to build that up because there's a lot of Cole Komet drops. There's a lot of interceptions from Cole Komet um, because of just poor plays on the ball. So yeah, I have him at about 10 because I think that he's a very, he's going to have a lot of upside with this. And what Mikey was talking about too, in this scheme, here we have Luke Getze from the Packers, Robert Tanyan, not a flashy tight end at all, big production. And also there's a lot of talk about this um, this offense having a lot of block and release. So to Mikey's point, you block, you release, you catch it while somebody's trying to kill you, and you get your 1.5 points. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to say this summer tour has been fantastic. Tonight we've learned that Cole Komet might be that sleeper tight end that you can snag this year late, might be your big guy to show up this year. You heard it here first, and also, better handcuff Khalil Herbert, faux show. Listen, guys, it's been an amazing time. You guys have, uh, as always, a great time. Let's go. We'll go to Mikey Betts first. Let everyone know where they can subscribe and follow all of your great stuff, my friend. All right, so everything is probably going to be at Real Mikey Betts, and that goes from Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I can go to MikeyBetts.com. You can follow... Uh, my other podcast with Frank Fleming from Barcelona Sports at uh, Allow Me to Be Frank at Frank uh, Frank the Tank Pod on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Frank the Tank. And hopefully we'll have Mikey Betts on on our Sunday morning show, hopefully going on this season as well. We'll see. Or at least some kind of spot during the season, see if we can get Mikey on. Absolutely. Let's do the Dolphins-Bears week. Oh, I I'll try to grab Frank to come on too. We'll, get, we'll, we'll, get, we'll have Brad on too. We'll just bring the whole Bears crew in. Here we All go. Right, Brad. 
tell everyone where they can subscribe and find all of your great stuff, my friend. Yeah, search for Unbearable Sports anywhere uh, at Unbearable Sports on Twitter, but Unbearable Sports everywhere else. So YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, uh, <laughs> Facebook, you name it. Just search for Unbearable Sports and uh, you'll find the show. Yeah, all righty, indeed. It's been a great night tonight. We appreciate you guys. We're going to go from one historic city to the next, Detroit, tomorrow. Lots of history in Detroit. It's going to be lots of fun. We appreciate you guys tonight. Everyone, go follow these guys, even if it's not just bear-related. I know Mikey does a lot of great stuff, just Chicago-based. Brad's got a lot of great guests on as well. Got somebody from... I think the bat bachelor you said coming on yeah love, love it love it gotta gotta find out everyone loves sports so just bring someone from different genres absolutely love that go follow subscribe do your thing hit subscribe for us don't forget we got leroy butler coming friday don't forget that he's leaping in we appreciate you guys and we are out we're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.